0: Oh, and welcome to Input Two, Ball State's premiere film and television podcast. Woo! Woo! I am your host, not Wes Womble. What? My name is Sarah James.
1: I never would have um, guessed.
0: I know, right? We sound so similar. Joining me today, my two guests are
1: Matthew Yep and Dylan Bateson.
0: Awesome. So, uh, something really awesome happened over the weekend, and that is that it came <laughs> out. <laughs> and Smooth it transition, was I like it. Phenomenal. And I loved it so much. So we're going to talk about a bunch of different aspects of the movie, um, some of the like technical filmmaking aspects, our opinions of the story. We're going to compare it to the 1990 miniseries. And yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a great time. Hey, All right. Da- All right. So <laughs> first off, just initial opinions of the movie. Brief, you know, a few sentences. What do you think?
1: As the kids would say, dope.
2: Awesome. <laughs> yeah, can, that that sums it up.
0: Yeah. All right. Really so we're all fans here yeah. of of the twenty seventeen remake. There are some haters out there on the internet. Um, but I don't care about them. So <laughs> discuss the hate. Yeah. Discuss love. So we're I think loud. I think that it is one of the strongest horror movies to come out in the past like decade probably. probably. Fair. Um yeah. horror movies have had a really bad rep for just being trash yes. and it's very easy to make a trash horror movie um they're my so, favorite. Many, so many people have done it we have seen plenty of them Rings. um so what kind of things makes it different or better than other horror movies like what is it about this movie that that separates it from that like trench that so many horror movies fall into
2: i think with most horror movies you get the idea that um You're focused too much on the monster that you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, this is carbon copy number one, carbon copy number two, and carbon copy number three. No, you get kids you root for and people you root for, and it just works really well because Pennywise is there, but you bond with the kids. You're like, please don't die. Please don't die. You're not going to die.
1: Yeah, you're definitely completely invested. And my favorite thing about this movie is, as much as I absolutely adore the horror genre... Is I almost like the parts of this movie that aren't a horror movie more because like it felt like a quintessential like '80s like Stand By Me kind of vibe. Yeah, like, they definitely it definitely
0: w- had like a Stand By Me or Goonies, like, Goonies kind, of kind, of kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. i
1: say like it just it felt so like realistic. Like this is what childhood was like. It was so nostalgic in itself, mm-hmm. and it was just it was amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I will definitely agree with that. That for both of you that um, the fact that it. There were moments that it seemed more just like a quintessential '80s film and mm-hmm. had that level of nostalgia uh, that you're able to connect with these characters right. in a way that, like the, and we'll talk more about comparing it to the 1990 miniseries, but like that, you don't connect with those characters at all, no, um, no because you really, you really don't, don't. You don't spend. I mean, you spend time with them, but not in the same way right. that yeah. uh, the new movie does. I'll
1: say I've seen like. Every slasher movie, every horror movie, seen them all. And basically, like, they just bring these characters on and, like, you can almost even, like, kind of see the order they're going to kill them off in. Like, you right. don't even, yeah. like, you don't care about the characters. You're here for the bloodbath. And in this show, or movie, like, you actually care for once. You care mm-hmm. what's going to happen to these
0: characters. I, there yeah. were multiple moments where... uh I don't know. I have a tie between, like, Out of the Losers Club, which one's my favorite. I like Eddie. Eddie's amazing. He's great. There there are so many moments where I was like, this kid is fantastic, but also, like, Richie. And that may just be because, (laughs) like, like, I love Finn (laughs) Wolfhard because I'm a huge Stranger Things fan, and, um he right. he was only perfect for the role and <laughs> every single line he had just there i rolled my eyes but i was laughing anyway at his right. entire character but it's i really did care about all of them and you believe that they care about each other right. yeah. that the movie just drops you into this friendship dynamic and i believed the entire time it's like oh these kids have been friends for years yeah. like i didn't need convincing that they had already gone on adventures before.
2: Yeah. I also like how you see, like, the roller coaster. It's not just, like, we're going to stay friends. We're going to stay true to each other. We're going to, like, power through everything. It's like, nope, we've hit the breaking point. Bye, y'all. Yeah. I ain't going to mess with no scary clown. Well, yeah, no, because, like, that's that, the thing. That like. When you're a child, like,
1: there's a murdering fear demon on the loose. Like, (laughs) (laughs) no child's going to be 100% brave all the way through. Like, these kids, yeah, they're terrified. They got to points where they're like, nah, sorry, your brother's dead. But, like, that's really not my problem anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I think one of the things that um, makes this movie great in general, but also great in the horror genre, is how well it's paced. Oh, yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And it can be kind of exhausting, the pacing of the film, because – each kid has their own experience with Pennywise and like they hit you with like three or four of these experiences back to back where it's like, all right, now Bill sees them and then Eddie right. sees them. And then it's like, and then Stan sees them and you're like, oh my gosh. And you think you get through a scene and the kid survives and you're like, all right, all right, we've made it. And then it's <laughs> like, boom, there's another one. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Um, and see, that was it kept actually, you, it kept you going. Yeah. And like I was enthralled the entire time because of it.
2: It, uh, yeah, well,
1: I to say yeah. Uh, that was actually, and that's I know that's a complaint some people had was the pacing, and that was like the weak part for me was the little section where you're seeing all their fears, just because like the first time you're like, oh man, is he gonna get away, and then the second time you're like, oh maybe he won't get yeah. away. It got to the point where I was like, and okay, he'll get away. I, was, I was like, yeah, he'll get away. I was like, yeah. no he'll consequences, like they're just gonna run away. They're still something jumps out, they run away. Like it, it like after the first
2: one, it lost its for me.
0: Gotcha. I did
2: like how it ju- it did introduce them, like, the fears and all that. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it was a great, wise plot move just to, like, be like, and he doesn't like that, and he doesn't like that, and he doesn't like... And it's not till the Stranger Things guy that he's the last one who's like, <gasps> I don't like clowns, and it's just like... Yeah. You're in the a background. rough space, button. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor Richie.
0: Poor Richie. Yeah. I, um, I can definitely see what you're talking about, Matt, yeah. of, like, it gets predictable. And I guess that also... That's just the risk that you run with adapting something, right? Yeah. Um, because I I haven't read the book.
2: It's, it's great. a behemoth of a book. It is.
0: Eventually, I want to read it, but at the moment, I do not have time to sit down <laughs> and read an 1,100-page novel. Um, Come on, but, Sarah,
1: don't be so lazy. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I've done I've 100 done
0: pages my fair... A day, you can do it. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Because I don't have anything else going on, Dylan. All. I mean, um, like
2: we're, <laughs> we're college kids, senior college kids. We're not doing anything.
0: Yeah, <laughs> sure. I only have a thesis to write. Um, what? See, now you got me off track. <laughs> I apologize. As what she was, was saying,
1: the book's great, but yeah, this is the I risky I've done my fair
0: amount of research on the book. I have, like, I've looked into a bunch of things about. Um, like things in the book that didn't make it into the miniseries and then yeah. the movie as well or mm-hmm. I've read through multiple Wikipedia articles and tried to understand things that I don't know about the source material and um, it's, I mean, that's what happens in the book is that it walks through all these little vignettes yeah. of the yeah. kids getting scared and actually, I believe the book switches more constantly between the adult, ki- like the adults and mm-hmm. their experience and the kids and their experience so that like, the ending of the book is switching back and forth between these two experiences with yes. Pennywise. So it's all leading to these two battles mm-hmm. against it. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. I don't know how much I would enjoy it, but it, I, is, it is an interesting approach. Yeah.
1: I say, obviously, like, when you say it, it sounds, like, exhausting. Yeah. But, again, there's 1,100 pages there. And it's re- mm. it is very interesting, and it keeps you... S- Just because it's broken up so much, it Mm -hmm. keeps you really like jumping back. You never get bored. It never feels repetitive, like in the movie. Like I said, like where you feel like it's like predictable at this point. It never feels that way, just because how much you're being almost. You almost feel like you're like terrified and in there with him, and then you get yanked out of it. Mm -hmm. It's it's jarring in a really good way.
0: Gotcha, because that's something in the miniseries that I found
2: didn't work well. It was horrible. I was like,
0: the whole first hour and a half of the miniseries is just introducing each character yeah. painstakingly as adults and then they each have an individual flashback of like a situation within with the Losers Pennywise. Club and then also their experience with Pennywise and I'm yeah. like, Oh my gosh I don't like I don't the care miniseries at about all. and I and maybe it's because I don't have any, like, nostalgic attachment to it. I actually watched the 2017 movie first. Right, yeah. Like, I, I only, I watched the miniseries last night because I'd been meaning to watch it. I just didn't have, you know, time or Better motivation. Came out. I was like, yeah, time to, you know, see how this holds up. And it, it doesn't. Does. Mean, <laughs> it doesn't at all. There are so many people who are like, Tim Curry will always be my Pennywise. And listen, Tim Curry is a god amongst men. He is. Like, he's phenomenal. Long but may he live. Bill Skarsgård. Oh my God. Can we just talk about his performance? He
1: was terrifying. Like where Tim Curry was completely camp, Bill was complete terror.
0: It's that whole first scene of him attacking Georgie. I knew, oh, the, oh, I knew the like, arm they body went was gonna at happen,
2: it. but like I'm just like, okay, he'll grab the boat first, then go away, and then he'll like yeah. bite his leg or something. I didn't think we, just, we were gonna I'm
0: see like, a Whoa. missing an arm and like. Right,
1: I was like, it's five minutes in. How hard are they gonna go? They went right, they went right, they went right, right at, went, at it. Boom.
0: And it's for me like that moment because you see Pennywise, and at first you're like, okay, he's kind of not threatening. I mean, sure. obviously he is. And then the goes. Yeah. And then you but just go. Had these bright blue crystal eyes mm-hmm. that are just, like, entrancing. And then all of a sudden, like, the shot switches to Georgie, and then it goes back to Pennywise, and his eyes are, like, misaligned. Yeah. Like, one eye is still looking at Georgie, and one eye is, like, looking down at the corner, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, that's so creepy, that's so creepy. Leave the boat, And then, like, Leave the boat. all of a sudden, his eyes switch to orange, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. It's, like, those little subtleties. And that's what – you're right, Tim Curry is all oh, – camp and yeah, it is yeah. very over the top and yes he's an amazing actor and his performance as pennywise is fantastic but the way that bill skarsgård took it of playing into subtlety and then those moments where he explodes into this right. crazy demon like just makes it so much more drastic yeah
1: i would say honestly fantastic that opening scene <laughs> set the tone for the movie so perfectly mm-hmm. well it really did just because like Again, we were like, "How hard are they going to go? How like far are they going to go into like children getting murdered?" And just like the dramatic of the like, you see Pennywise. It, he's not this like campy thing from the miniseries. He's a terrifying creature. Mm-hmm. Like his arm is gone. You see, like, like the, the blood, you see blood like out. Open. His, yeah. yeah. And like and you just teeth, know that like. this movie is going full out on the horror aspect. Mm-hmm.
0: Speaking of acting, let's talk about these child actors and how amazing they are. We touched they on it a little, that. but like, well. oh my gosh, I'm a sucker for talented children. Like if there's a talented <laughs> child who's half my age doing something fantastic, I'm just like, "You go, kid. Three cheers to you, kid." So, all of these, there wasn't a weak point. There was not no, a weak there point. Wasn't. In the child actors Each at character all.
2: knew who they were playing and they played the strengths of that character. Mm-hmm. Even the bullies like you know you had, the, like, the main bully, but, like, whenever you focused on one of them, you saw it, was just like, oh, yeah. that guy doesn't want to really be a bully, but he's a bully. He's here.
1: Yeah. He's yeah. got bleached hair. He has to be the bully. <laughs> yep. He
0: has to. <laughs> he has to be the one.
2: <laughs> we found him. <laughs>
0: for me, I mentioned it earlier. I'm a fan of Finn Wolfhard, but he was a standout for me. But also, um, shoot, I'm not going to remember his name. Jack is his first name, the kid who played Eddie. Blew oh, yeah. my uh, mind. He
1: was great. Yeah. Blew
0: my mind. Um the kid who played ben or not yeah ben yeah. was also phenomenal um,
2: uh, beverly the actress who, plays ben beverly actress who played was beverly was amazing. we're just going in a circle great. of they yeah. all, they're, they're all, fantastic, all fantastic. but, yeah, but no, i mean she sophia lillis uh, yeah okay. she
0: also played into that um, subtlety of yeah. of like she tries to come across as this this really strong girl who can handle herself but it's like that second where she goes home Oh god. It sees her father That's the thing. and she She's been immediately so breaks strong. down. Breaks. Oh, oh 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 I squirmed. I can't. He is the biggest villain in this entire <laughs> Honestly, movie. He really like, is. I didn't want anyone else to die like more than Beverly's dad. Is oh he? my god.
2: Is he dead though? Because like no offense, porcelain uh, is hard, but like I mean like, his head, head, head was washed, bleeding out pretty well.
0: Like potentially even
2: on the Wikipedia it's just like he's killed or subdued. I'm like, which one? Yeah. Pick one. Pick one. No, I'm gonna say
1: honestly, as much as Eddie is great, I'd say Beverly is my favorite character just because, like, Mm -hmm. again, she fit the role of like 80s cool girl so well. Like, shout out to Sophia Lillis because she was such the line that they even said it in there when did Molly fucking Ringwald get in here? (laughs) Like, it was perfect because that's the exact vibe she she was getting. Yeah. Like sh- shout out to her. She's gonna. She's going places. Oh yeah.
2: They're all going places. Like, oh yeah. If they continue acting and don't do the stereotypical like child, child acting actors. thing, <laughs> they'll all do great.
1: She's going somewhere Lil- Lindsay Lohan didn't go. Like let's
2: <laughs> <about>. <laughs> as Let long as live. she doesn't like copy herself in the same movie, I think we're okay.
0: No, I I was a fan of each of those kids, and they made me care so much about these characters so quickly. And I think that's a true testament to their abilities because there are some, like, in the miniseries, those kid actors were
2: Okay, they decent. were decent. Yeah. They
0: were decent. <laughs> I think they were probably better than their adult counterparts.
2: Probably. Because well, the those the adult adults, counterparts was, were just paper.
0: It Everyone it was, but Tim
1: cut- Curry in that movie <laughs> was bad. Let's be <laughs> honest.
0: Right. The kid actors got a little bit of a buy because they're children, yeah. so, like- I'll allow it, but I didn't care for any of those, for any of those kids. And you should because it's like they're they're children and they're easier to get sympathy because they're they're small. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, I didn't, in the miniseries, I'm like, why am I supposed to care? Because I don't. And, but it (laughs) didn't take me long at all. That first, just the first scene between Bill and Georgie Mm -hmm. and like, you believe. I was like,
2: they're brothers, and yeah, like and Bill
0: cares, and so when Georgie goes missing and Bill sets off in this whole adventure, like you believe it, yeah, instantly, because oh gosh, amazing child actors. Also for um, Jaden is his name who plays Bill. Uh, uh, okay, for him to keep up with that stutter the whole time, oh, a plus kid. This A-plus. was one of the few
1: times I've ever seen a realistic stutter mm-hmm. in a like movie because like. As someone who had a childhood stutter, I went through a lot of speech therapy. Look at me now talking, guys. Look at you, Matt. <laughs> but, like, I feel like whenever they do it in TVs and movies, it's always, like, I, d- 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 d-. and it's not. It's not like that. It's just, yeah. like, where he has it, where, like, every, like, fifth or sixth word, you kind of, like, pause. Like, you can't, you just, it's like you can't spit out the word. Mm-hmm. And I really respect the fact that they did a stutter well. Yeah. They never do that. Good job, It.
0: <laughs> a plus. A plus, child actors. All right. So, speaking of children. This is. We're gonna dive into like philosophical, trying to dissect this movie for a second. Oh please. Um,
1: I think that it is a metaphor for God and our lack of religion in America. Why? Okay,
0: we can <laughs> we can maybe talk about that later. <laughs> um, t- I'm kidding. You just
1: said philosophy, and that was philosophical. I I don't know. I just want to I just want to
0: dissect the movie for a second. Um, so we all agreed that the child actors in this movie are phenomenal. Um. Why are kids, do we think, are such a prevalent part of horror movies? There are so many horror movies where kids are either they're the ones out there looking for the monster. Mm-hmm. Um so it falls under that category. Pretty much any slasher movie is a bunch of teenagers. Teenagers yep. yeah, trying to find the monster. Um mm-hmm. Or they're taken by the monster, like in Poltergeist or Insidious. Or they're <laughs> affected by the monster, like the Babadook or The Shining. Or they actually are the monster, like Carrie or The Exorcist or The Ring. Um, why are kids Carrie such Carrie wasn't important... a monster;
2: she yeah. was a victim. <laughs> I was gonna say. I mean, gonna... yeah, but <laughs> no, I, mean, I, I know what you're she's
0: going the for yeah. yeah. Uh, she's the one with the supernatural abilities. Um, <laughs> listen, Carrie's a badass, so I'll. <laughs> I just threw her in there. She
1: can set me on fire anytime. But,
0: <laughs> what is it about kids or teenagers that that makes it such an important part of right. horror movies? Like, why, why can't it be a group of adults going after the monster? Like, that's going to be the inevitable sequel, is all of these kids coming back as adults, or that's the second half of the miniseries. Why doesn't that work as well as when it's kids or teenagers?
2: I think it's because when you look at kids, it's like they're the embodiment of innocence. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh don't harm the innocents because they're the good in the world but then when like they go out on adventures and it's like look we want to change the world it's also like oh I'm like a 22 year old adult I can also change the world too Mm -hmm. so it's like inspiring other people that you're maybe older than these people but the idea of just changing how the world is or or going to kill a monstrous clown right yeah (laughs) I think what it comes down to is
1: whoever the protagonist is is you're going to try and relate to them you're going to try and put yourself in their mindset and the most scared you are in your entire life is when you're a kid. Things are scary. So mm. I think movies put kids in the front so you're trying to relate to them and you're back in that childhood mindset and you're ready to be afraid. You're ready to be afraid of the clown mm. and the like monster hiding in your closet. Like You just go back into that mindset and so it really lends itself into fear.
0: I really like that answer. Nice. I think um, when I was trying to find – because I was trying to think of like what horror movies – center around a group of adults fighting, like especially monster movies. Mm -hmm. And the only ones I could really come up with were like sci-fi films. But I feel yeah. like sci-fi, sci-fi and horror. I mean, they coexist. Alien like, kind
1: of like gets that slasher vibe.
0: Yeah, um, that's but, like really the only example I could think of right yeah. off the bat. The
2: most recent, like Cabin in the Woods, does that. Like it first sets up like, oh, it's a horror movie, and then like halfway through it the movie, movie. Yeah. Sci-fi. yeah, 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 it's for teenagers. But it is, yeah, it is, yeah, it is teenagers. Wait, are they technically teenagers? I thought they were they're, like college, they're college kids. age.
0: It, yeah, between all... like eighteen and twenty-four, somewhere in there. I in think another thing is like.
1: Again, horror movies' main demographic is teenagers, and yeah. so like, yeah. te- I'm a teenager. I don't want to see adults. I'm raging against the system.
2: Like one of those situations. And then they and then they see the movie, then they cry, "Mom, it was scary." We've all I mean, been there. We all yeah. Have.
0: We've we've all been there. I also think it's just because younger people, whether it's kids or teenagers, have a greater sense of adventure or uh, belief or whimsy or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, which that's because for they it, don't deal with taxes yeah, for <laughs> it that's necessary, um yeah. that whole belief in something um defeating because it is it is full of metaphors, and oh, yeah. it's all about you know m- working past a childhood trauma, um and the only way that they defeat it by the end of the movie, spoiler alert is by just not being afraid and by believing that they are stronger, yeah. so that is like. That is something that falls under the umbrella of childhood more than adulthood of just like, I believe, therefore I can. can." And like adulthood just takes that and (laughs) smacks it out of you and says, no, you cannot. (laughs) You cannot.
1: You do nothing but pay your rent.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Um, But because it follows a group of kids, um, adult themes can either become much more sinister, like Beverly's backstory uh, or much more hilarious, like Richie's entire character. <laughs> um, this is something that, in talking about the movie after I had seen it, I like didn't realize. This movie only passes the Bechtel test by like one line.
1: Mm, like really?
0: Yeah, because Beverly only Should ever I talks. Yeah. Beverly only ever talks to another female character at the very beginning, and it's just her saying that she's not a slut. Right. And it's if she would have mentioned a boy by name, then this movie wouldn't pass the Bechdel test. So it's is is Beverly a strong female character, or does she kind of fall into the same tropes as so many other girls in horror movies do?
1: I mean, I think you could almost say that it's a little meta in itself, where she overcomes all. She is kind of the stereotype because, like I said, she is the '80s cool girl. She's mm-hmm. that classic like. Oh, she's not like other girls. I'm in love with her kind of situations. And she overcomes it all anyway. She continues to overcome men uh, objectifying her with her mm-hmm. father, something I really enjoyed, which you never get in movies, is she had, besides the fact that, yes, they had crushes on her, you usually don't get the girl being genuine friends with the, like, boys in, mm-hmm. like, in uh, like, 80s movies and movies today. Like, usually it's just they're objectified, they're this, like, thing we're pining after, and they're somewhere else. But no, she hung out with them. She mm-hmm. was there. She was a part of that. The yeah, and part. so I think just the fact that she was, like, a real member of the group and she was overcoming issues of objectification, I think, yeah, she's a pretty badass character.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm basically the same with that. I also want to say, like, she plays both parts, like, the stereotype and then she's her own, like, meta thing, as you said. Yeah. But, like, she keeps going back and forth and, like, um, with her character, like, just... You covered it all. I can't really give anything <laughs> out yeah. I'm like, I'll find something. Nope.
0: For me, there's just... There's always this question of, of what what defines a strong female character because there are so many female characters in any genre yeah. Um, yeah. where the the thing that makes them the strongest is that they're overcoming some sort of trauma. That they had to go through some sort of horrible experience in order to be strong. That they yes. can't just be strong of their own will. And Beverly definitely falls into that. Um, I do think she is strong because she overcomes it like a boss. Yeah. and Smashes with um, a the um, face. Yeah, uh, she, uh, uh. like... It is something that, and we see the weak points of her and how she's able to move past that or become stronger. And I definitely think that is a valid point. But she still falls under that category of she had to have some sort of immense yeah. trauma in order to be strong. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it's kind of a catch twenty um, two, and that comes up discussing almost any yeah. female character that kicks ass. I'm say, like, it's <laughs>
1: unfortunate because we love the movie and we love the character, but sadly, like. Thinking about it now, I don't think it really wrote all that great female characters. Because other than Beverly, you have
0: you have Eddie's mom, Eddie's mom, who's who's an overprotective, horrible mother, and then you have the girl who wrote "Loser" on Eddie's cast.
1: So I would say you have the bitchy teenage girl stereotype, the overprotective mother stereotype, and Molly uh, Ringwald. Molly (laughs) Ringwald. That's it. So like, yeah, unfortunately, great movie, not great female characters. Yeah,
2: shame. You can only check so many boxes. <laughs> um,
0: I suppose. Uh, what is it about kids being thrown into adult situations that we find so entertaining? Like, why on earth do these kids avoid telling their parents or the cops about anything they're seeing? And I know there's, like, a reason within the books, but it's not mm-hmm. quite made clear in this movie. Like, why do you think it's kids taking it on themselves? Like, that's not something that we would do in the real world. If I was, you know, 13 a and clown. dealing with a demon, I'd probably be like, hey, mom. Um can we talk for a second? <laughs> Please. I think the logical
2: parent response will be what drugs are you on?
0: Yeah, is that that's usually the the excuse given in movies like yeah. because they They'll won't never believe, believe me. me. Mm-hmm. So we're going to face it on our own. I think it goes
1: back to we are putting ourselves in the position of the main character and when mm. again when you were a kid you wanted to be that cool hero character and yeah. you just
2: you weren't but like if you can live vicariously and pretend you would
0: have been. I suppose. Yeah.
2: It also goes with the f- idea that, um, poop, I forgot the question again. Um,
0: why, like, why didn't these kids go to adults? For, well, to it's help? also <laughs> like
2: Pennywise, like, in the scene with um, Beverly in the sink, the blood, the blood, <laughs> my <laughs> God. Um, she,
0: which is way better in the movie than in the miniseries. Oh, oh my gosh, gosh, That God is damn, traumatizing. A,
2: yeah. No, like, the dad doesn't see it, the dad doesn't it's see true. the blood. So, like, yeah. I think, p- well, Pennywise only goes after teenagers and kids. So I think adults just part. go yeah. right over the head of like, oh, there's no murderous crime. What the hell are you talking about? Mm. And then for them to be like, also, it's the idea that they're kids. They don't want to trust adults. They're fighting the system. They're doing Rage their own little thing. Rage <laughs> against the machine. Rage against
0: machine. Yeah.
2: Because angst, that's why. Because angst. Cause
0: angst <laughs> is the answer. All right. So we're going to, now we're going to compare officially this is the comparison where we're gonna bash the 1990 version and we're just gonna take it in the alley
2: and just beat the crap out of it
0: um for me one of the most interesting things that i that i didn't realize about the movie until i looked into the book a little bit more and watched the miniseries is that originally this story takes place in the 50s to the late 80s like it's the when they're kids there it's like 19 late it's like the late 50s early yeah, 60s yeah. somewhere in there and then it goes into the 80s 90s when they're adults whereas this version is take that when they're kids is in the late 80s Yeah. so when they're adults it'll be more right. present day yeah um why do you think they did that is it just because like looking back at a same like the same distance of time like the effects of nostalgia because, like, this generation is really yeah. nostalgic about the 80s. I Does think it, it make was it you know, more bad. reliable or more relatable or something like that? Trying to tie it into 80s horror yeah. movies.
1: I think it was pure nostalgia for this movie, and it was also a great setup for the next movie. You can have it basically set in present day to make it
2: relatable at that point. Mm. Basically, yeah. it's also the fact that if you put like a modern, like, for modern day movies, if you put something in the 1950s, not a lot of people are going to watch that because. Yeah. The 50s, people are like, oh, we um, were at war. Well, like We were war. at war and being racist. Yep, that was basically it. <laughs> That's right. basically how the 50s are described in most modern television. <laughs> and so them putting it in the 80s, again, nostalgia out the
0: wazoo. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think we make excuses for some of the actions of the characters because it's like the 80s were a different time? Like, Henry Bowers is a murderer. Like and tries to murder children. It was like that in the 80s. But it's like, (laughs) if you watch a bunch of 80s movies, they don't even necessarily have to be horror movies. Like, bullies were murderers. Oh, yeah. Why? Why?
1: (laughs) Well, from someone who's... parents grew up in the 80s all the like horror stories i don't know about you guys but they used to like tell stories about like they were like oh yeah if this kid was wearing a girly t-shirt we'd take him out back and just beat him like, people seemed really aggressive in the 80s at least from my and perspective
0: people say that this generation is violent we, like, violent say, we just say
2: mean
1: things on the internet okay
2: yeah, right? like, let us live we don't take people behind alleys and cut an h into their skin he we're, was going yeah, full name he was
0: i that's something that um When watching the miniseries and then, you know, comparing it to the movie, and maybe it's just because the miniseries was produced in the 90s and was also produced for television, there's not, you know, you can only get away with so many things. But, I mean, they went for, like, they were brutal against these kids in this movie that, in the miniseries, when um, Henry Bowers tries to goes to carve his name into Ben's stomach, like the knife doesn't even touch him, Ben's able to get away. Right. Whereas in the movie, then in the movie in the he, the, he oh, gets an H. Oh, in in the, the, mini-series, series, in the miniseries. In the miniseries, the knife does. Yeah. I'm, but I'm in the sad. movie, he gets a whole H. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh, shit. Like, they're, they're like, like, well, they man, the man the what
1: are do do you doing? He's like, no, no, I'm gonna do
2: it.
0: You know, in the miniseries, the kids, the most aggressive word any of those children say is bastard. Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I forgot it's, about that. I was, try- I was keeping a tally of, of cuss words from the children. There weren't any. Whereas, like, <laughs> these kids are throwing around swears like it's no one oh, else's business. Which, again, well, I think that goes
1: back to, like, being relatable. Because I don't know. Like, maybe it's not everyone. But when I was a kid, same language. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I was just as
2: bad. There was nothing. Like, once I was out my parents' earshot, I'm like, beep, 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 oh, beep, 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 beep. <laughs>
0: But do you think it's like, and again, this is, it's hard to compare because one was made for television and one is yeah. a rated R movie. So there, yeah. are, there are, you know, logistical things that, you know, studios can't get away with. Because it's also just, television.
2: You don't have that big of a
0: budget. Yeah. Just what it's for. But do you think like our perception of like what kids are able to do in film and television has changed that it's like, yeah, they can be quote unquote worse or I don't know, they can get away with more and we're okay with it, Yeah, just yeah. over time.
1: Yeah, I think it's gotten to the point where, like, we just kind of realized that the children aren't the little goody-two-shoes we wish mm. they were. Because, nope. you know, we were all bad children. Most of us were. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we all had our moments. We, we, yeah. we were, That's what it means to be a kid. Yeah, you know, so
1: we were rough. And so I think we've just gotten to the point where we ex- we've accepted that, and so we let it happen on screen.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah, because, as you said, like, back in the... Miniseries version. It was like very polite, very like, Mm -hmm. oh, this is how kids act, (laughs) and now it's just like, nah, kids are just basically grown-up adults. Thanks to the internet, we're gonna let them be. Let them be.
0: Any other thoughts comparing the 1990 miniseries to the 2017
1: movie?
2: Uh, 90s sucked. This one's great. That (laughs) combined with the fact that, for in the age where horror movies are very over CGI'd, this movie was. Hella practical in ways oh, that I yeah. never expected. That's
0: true. We didn't even really talk about the visual effects aspect of the movie. Yeah. If we want, like, I was I was blown away yeah. by, especially <laughs> then go to watch the nineteen <laughs> <movie series>. oh. <laughs> oh my gosh! You he, what the hell by
2: that? And then you watching that was probably just like
0: it was. Why? It was comical. Like watching watching the miniseries after watching the movie is comical oh, because. Yeah. None of the scares get you no. because you already know what is going to happen. You get the gist of it. Um, and it's the effects are horrible. And oh, yeah. it's not like It was a nothing, 90s TV series. Yeah, there's like, nothing scary about it. And it's like Tim Curry, bless his heart, isn't scary. No. At least not to me. Like I just I see Tim Curry as Pennywise and I'm like, look at Tim Curry. Look at little Tim <laughs> I'm Curry. I'm like, look at him doing it. Then at at enter Bill
2: Skarsgård and you're like, please don't kill me. <laughs>
0: We're, yeah, and that's the visual effects in um, – and I'd love to – that may be something that, like, I have to wait for a behind-the-scenes feature right. about yeah. to know, like, what exactly was visual effects versus um, what was practical. Like, I really hope that whole Pennywise popping out of the projector thing, I want that to be a practical effect. I hope they actually built I could see them doing that Pennywise. because they just
2: put, like – they just put Skarsgård in, like, a green screen room. And then they can do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then they just put like chroma key him in and then we're all good.
0: Like that would be phenomenal. Yeah. Because there are so many things visually that, and especially compared to the nineties version where it's like, everything is probably filmed on a studio set and it's really light. And everything is just like, looks happy even though these horrible things are happening. Like the colorization of this movie and it's how everything is kind of dull and muted muted and dark. Um, And then you see, you know, Pennywise and his bright orange eyes in comparison to that is really Mm -hmm. haunting Um, any single shot. And there were multiple shots uh, where like Pennywise is, you know, charging after the kids or when he's dancing in front of Beverly. And it's like everything about the shot is shaking except for Pennywise's face. And that's the most it's so terrifying but also so cool from a filmmaking standpoint of like yeah. how they were able to use just these little little things again playing into subtlety and that's an act that i think in horror has been lost
2: yeah like oh, yeah. it's
0: subtlety is so important in horror movies and there are so many movies that it's like no we got to do this big thing and save this big scare and that'll get them
2: <laughs> speaking of subtlety um, when ben gets the book did any of you guys realize that the lady who gave him the book just stared, like, in the top right corner, just, like, stared at him menacingly. Yeah. I saw that. I'm no, like, oh, yeah. I missed that. Oh, my God, sketch. it was creepy. I'm like, are you Pennywise? Did you give him the I book? say, yeah, it was just,
1: like, there's little things like that I throughout the movie that. where, like, oh God, if you just, great. like, look in the back, there's just something happening, and it's, just, it's never quite, like, ah, I'm just screaming. But, it's like, just the ladies it's just, just everything's it. so uncomfortable. Yeah. That's,
0: that's, I think, a good word for this movie because there are, I've talked to a few people about you know, my opinions of the film, and I'm like, it's really good. You should go and see it. And people who aren't fans of horror movies are like, no, but it's, you know, I've heard it's really scary. And then I've heard some people say, like, I've heard it's really not so scary. What do you have to say about that? And it's like, I wasn't scared. I first. would call okay. it more suspense I mean, film than anything. Yeah, it was really, really suspenseful. I was straight up And scared. I felt, I know you were. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Matt, Matt do, and I saw it together. This.
1: We saw it together. I straight up screamed, oh, f- in the middle, they can bleep that. Yep. In the middle of
0: a
2: th- like the theater. I mean, we all. Were. Oh, it was rough.
0: It's you were entertaining to watch while <laughs> the movie was going on. So was Maisie. So was Michael. Loki. Um, when I
2: saw it, I just kind of like I'm like big scare coming. Dylan doesn't like horror scary things, so he yeah. just does this.
0: I mean, it it is really suspenseful, and because they um, this doesn't necessarily affect me because that was my first experience of it as a story was mm-hmm. watching the movie, so I didn't know. Like, things to expect, per se. I knew a few things, but not a whole lot. Um, But the fact that they changed the scares around of, like, what each kid is afraid of in comparison to the book and the miniseries. They kind of updated it and made them a little bit more personal.
2: Well, yeah.
0: Um, I thought that was really awesome because it's, like, you don't – it kept me on my toes, at least. Even though, yeah, it got a little bit predictable of, like, yeah, the kid is going to survive or, you know – Pennywise is going to show up and then let them get away. There was still that element of suspense as things were growing. And it's like, all right, what is this kid going to be afraid of? And yeah. it's, it's yeah. so telling of each of the characters. And again, that this whole movie is built on these child actors and the characters that they portray. Um, and personalizing the fears, I think, added a lot to that.
1: Yeah. I agree.
0: You agree. Awesome. Let's see. I have anything else. Um, that's about it. Any other thoughts? I like it. It's very
2: good. Please, (laughs) if you haven't seen it yet, go watch it because holy damn!
0: Like I would, I would be up for watching it again. Oh yeah, like I would pay money to see it again in theaters for sure. Especially because hearing what you said about the librarian, I'm sure there are a bunch of things, little Mm -hmm. details that I missed just because I was. Either so engrossed in something happening the first time, or Michael was cutting off the circulation <laughs> in my hands. <laughs> There's uh, this one
1: scene where you look in the background of the house, um, like the old decrepit house, mm-hmm. uh, and you know we going with this. Um, the The boat, like Billy's boat, yes. is just like sitting on a shelf in yes. the background. You're like, Whoa.
2: I saw that. I, don't I, don't know like, if I I saw froze that one because I'm like, is, it, no. I, you mean Georgie? Yeah.
0: Yes. Well, we, yes. Bill, Bill made, Bill, Bill Bill made, Bill's Bill's made it, but, it it's but he gave it, s- it to Georgie. Georgie.
2: The,
1: the SS Georgie's chilling back there, and I was like, oh god.
2: I saw them like, is I, Bill gonna see I this? Is,
1: are we gonna have bad things right at the beginning? Yeah, no. I thought that was leading to. Is I thought it was leading to Bill just noticing him and I'm like, nope. That's just for us. The that's biggest, cool. the only jump
2: scare that got me was like, he's holding the Lego turtle, and then Billy just runs, and the screech happens. I'm like, ah. That was the one time yeah. I just yeah. screamed.
0: Yeah. How about Matt for you, biggest when were you the most scared?
1: When was I the most scared? Uh projector scene. It was just it was, it was freaky.
0: It was freaky. And it was unexpected because the the slides changing rapidly and showing Pennywise in the pictures, that was in the trailer, like that yeah. it yeah. was happening. And the, see, that's but the, thing. the I was giant prepared for like jack in the box pennywise. <laughs> like,
1: I was like, Nope, was not ready for that. I'm out of kids.
0: Yeah. <laughs> for me, um again, I was I was definitely – it was suspenseful, and I was yeah. on edge the entire movie. And there were things that that creeped me out, but I wouldn't say, like, I was necessarily scared. Uh, but any any moment between Beverly and her father is <laughs>
2: – It just makes your skin um, crawl, and you're like, yeah, I want to kill it it made, that character. It made me
0: the most physically uncomfortable. Yep. Like, besides anything Pennywise-related, you know, it's – because that – Pennywise, yeah, is a monster – And we all face our own monsters, but like, people like Beverly's dad exist, and that is terrifying. That's more terrifying than any demon creature.
1: Maybe the real monster is the friends we made along the way. (laughs) We're not getting that deep today.
2: Thanks, Matt.
0: (laughs) All right. um, So before we sign off, obviously, there's going to be a sequel to this movie. And I'm happy. Yeah. Thoughts on on what we... want from the sequel we're calling it now it's 2017 who knows it has been unconfirmed but like it's gonna happen it's It gonna has to happen, happen. Yeah. um thoughts on what you would like to see in the sequel uh mm. if you want to like dreamcast it all the child actors have dreamcasted you know they're counter- yeah they're counterparts um i can find it really quick uh i yeah, want joseph thoughts- gordon
2: levitt to be the stranger kids guy
0: That's interesting. Um, The kid who played Stan Mm -hmm. wanted Joseph Gordon-Levitt to play adult Stan. I
2: just want Joseph Gordon-Levitt in the movie. (laughs) Um, It's fair.
0: Finn Wolfhard. Okay, Finn Wolfhard for adult Richie wants Bill Hader, and that's perfect. (laughs) That's perfect. Um, Molly Ringwald. I know she's a little above the age. Molly no. Ringwald. I Sophia. Smoked for a Sophia while. Lillis, I think chose uh, Jessica Chastain. Okay, as, yeah, that could work. Good adult I, Bev. And when I, I think of that, I think like
2: Shailene Woodley? Question mark. Just like of a female strong character, like just because I've seen her in action films mainly.
0: Yeah. Another um, for adult Beverly, like another actress that I've seen thrown around as potential as like what people want is Amy Adams, mm-hmm. which. Yeah. Oh, that could, could work. That could yeah, I see that be That strong. could definitely work. Um, Chosen Jacobs, who plays Mike Hanlon, uh, wants Chadwick Boseman, which that's an excellent choice for adult mm-hmm. Mike. Um,
2: I thought John Boyega for like a hot second, like he could do that.
0: Either John yeah. Boyega would be good as well. Yeah. Um, Jeremy Ray Taylor, who plays Ben, uh, wants Chris Pratt <laughs> to play <laughs> adult Ben. Cause, Don't we all? Because <laughs> Ben makes like a huge uh physical transformation from yeah. from childhood to adulthood. And I'm like, Chris Pratt and anything sounds fantastic. Except um, in Prisoners,
2: where he's a creepy man. And then
0: Jaden, I'm going to labor here. I'm going to mess up that last name. Sorry, kid. Uh, for adult Bill once, um, Christian Bale. Mm, too
2: old. Which I'm not. No, too yeah, old.
0: Which I was like. Also,
2: mm. Christian Bale in a horror movie.
0: I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather take a hard pass
2: on Jaden. Yeah, here, sorry.
0: <laughs> sorry, Jaden. Your opinion um, is not wanted. <laughs> yeah. Um, For me, after watching the miniseries and then, you know, looking stuff up in the book, I would love to see in the inevitable sequel more information about Pennywise and obviously, like, his mythology and his lore. He has a crazy backstory that, like, is not made clear in. He's a
2: trans dimensional demon. That's all Yeah. You basically Yeah, And have. it's
0: like. I <laughs> the way that the book treats how these kids find out that information slash how the miniseries treats mm-hmm. how the adults find out the information is somewhat ridiculous. Yeah. Um. So I'd be interested to see if they would keep that because, like, in the book, like two of the kids, I think it's Bill and Richie, like get high. And, and then they they the, the information just, the they just gets to them, yeah. Of like, this is what it is, and how, and it's mortal enemy, which is a giant turtle, and this is how you destroy it. I love how like, it's a
2: giant turtle.
0: What? And then like the the miniseries is preposterous because they're just like, this is what it must be. I forget. I'm gonna forget. But I there's like a whole scene where Ben book. is like, he must be a. Ma- a demon that can take the form of what our we fear fears. and can read our minds. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, that's the first step. Like, there is no build up to that of, like, this is what it could be. That's the first idea that thrown out in the friend group. And I'm like, excuse me? Did we not – there's no trial and error here? Um, So it'll be interesting to see how they tackle that.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's about all I want from the next movie is just a Pennywise explanation, you
2: know?
0: Yeah, and how they – do you I think tackle that.
2: since Pennywise, like, when he was defeated and he fell down the hole, by the way, great last line, just, like, how he mm-hmm. looks and just, you can see the fear in his eyes, just going, fear, and then, woo! Amazing. Um, you think he'll be more, like, decrepit and, like, old, like, weak-looking compared to, like, what he is now? Because in the current movie, he's very strong, very, like, hmm. able, but throughout the entire movie, like, mainly in the end, when he's getting his him, butt game, yeah. yeah, like, he gets old and, like, he starts coughing up. Water mm-hmm. and like, I think at that point, like he's getting weaker and weaker. Yeah, to mm-hmm. where, because he's now officially in sleep mode. Yeah, can, right. Yeah, he's so he's, in he's hibernating
0: for another twenty seven years. He's
2: not really like feeding off anything. So I think in the sequel we might see a weaker Pennywise, maybe
0: potentially, or he's back for back, a, back with a vengeance and is yeah, you know, yeah. with like I'm say just because, back and just- better than ever. <laughs> just because
1: of um, he has hibernated or whatever. You know, I think he'll be back ready to. Be h- I was going to say hot. He wasn't hot. <laughs> Listen, kids, don't drag me. <laughs> <laughs> he was a little hot, let's be honest.
2: I like how the smile was very practical because I saw in an interview prior to this. Them do it, yeah. He, like, he just went like, and it was like he switched it. It was like a switch mm-hmm. to where he just went, Duh, and I'm yeah. like, oh, God, it's it's yeah. a scarred trait, guys. Run. But yeah. yeah, dope movie. Very dope.
0: Very dope. I want to see it again, but finding Money. someone to see it with me is, is being... <laughs> difficult just drag michael he doesn't want to see it again he blindfold said, him say you're going
2: somewhere else and then throw him in the movie
0: <laughs> he was like that movie exhausted me i can't Cause <laughs> i'm I, michael because i um you're i West suggested i suggested seeing mother this weekend because i i want to see mother. that movie
2: creeps me more out than it <laughs>
0: yeah i just i'm intrigued because all the it's very vague of what's it about and i'm like cult, i want to know cult. yeah i just want to know what it's about yeah. and mm-hmm. um Jennifer Lawrence in a horror movie sounds interesting, so yeah. I kind of want to see it. And Michael's like, "No, I'm exhausted. No more horror movies for a little bit." I'm like, oh, "But it's almost Halloween. You can't do this to me."
2: Just anyway. do the trade-off next week where Kingsman comes out. Just be like, "I'll we'll go see Kingsman, and then we'll go that's see." The, Mother.
0: That's the deal. Yeah, just Perhaps. do that. Maybe maybe I'll approach him with that. Anyway, this was fun. Go yeah. see it. Everyone, go see it. <laughs> go Even see if you it. don't like horror movies.
2: I didn't, and I loved it.
0: Yeah. It's a great like outside of it being a great horror movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. Like from a filmmaking standpoint, yeah, maybe Writing the standpoint. female maybe the female characters aren't awesome. Um are you really only we'll have one? We'll get one. there eventually. Um but I think the the child acting alone is reason enough to go. Visually it's it actually is really stunning. Yes. Um all the sets and all the visual effects are amazing. And it has a lot of heart to it. It does. I think. And the it's also some heart. a massive
2: undertaking for all the nostalgia. So yeah. it, it is. It is very...
0: If you have any connection to the 80s whatsoever, which is pretty much anyone alive right now, because either you grew up in the 80s or your parents grew up in the 80s, so, like, it's hell of nostalgic because of that. Yeah, go see it. Highly recommended. Bite approved. Officially. Stamp. Stamp. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, this has been Input Two, first episode of the semester. Woo, we Yay. did it. Um, we you can check out more podcasts from Byte on our SoundCloud at Ball State Daily. Also, you can see them on our website, uh, ByteBSU.com. Go check that out. Um, yeah, anything else? Any other plugs?
1: I love you guys.
0: <laughs> Best of luck in no. life. Best <laughs> of luck. All right, I was your host, Sarah James, and joining me today were...
1: Matthew yeah. Dylan Bateson.
0: Awesome. Bye. Bye.